Welcome to the Art of Ministry. In this episode, we talk to guests who have put on the Mark drama. And we welcome people from all around Australia, as well as internationally in Romania, the UK, United States, Singapore and Mexico, and all around the world. Lord, thank you for the chance to get together to chat about things, to chat about arts and um, your word and how they interact to um, talk as your kids. Um, and we just pray that you'd guide the discussion, that you'd um, give us good things, good, valuable things to say that you want said. Um, and yeah, that you'd just be uh, putting people, putting it in the hands of people who need to hear it. Um, we, yeah, please just guide the discussion from here on out and watch over all of us. Pray this in your precious name. Amen. Mm. Amen. All right. For the Mark drama, you don't need props, costumes, or professionals, but you can present every incident in Mark's gospel vividly and powerfully to a group of invited guests with a team of 15 actors from your church or Christian union. It is an amazing experience for Christians, reminding them of the work of Jesus, and it is also great for anyone investigating the Christian faith. We have a very exciting podcast today, and we have some wonderful people here who it's going to be an honour to chat to all about the Mark drama. That little preamble was written from the website, so of the Mark drama, but uh, I'm very, very keen, as Lockie is too, I'm sure, uh, hearing how this wonderful drama is done in a different context. So today we have some wonderful guests. We have Thorin, we have Rebecca. Uh, welcome, all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay, thank Wonderful you. Wonderful guests turning up. Not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's fantastic to have you here. And uh, Lockie and I, uh, as we do each time, we interview people in the arts and in Christian ministry. But this one was so exciting to hear about. And one, as soon as Lockie mentioned it, I was like, oh, wow, that would be amazing. So we're very, very keen to, you know, have a chat with you both. But uh, I think I'd very better say at the beginning, Thorin, you're not feeling 100% well today. Uh, no, recovering a little bit from COVID. So if I suddenly cut myself out because or there's a burst of coughing, I do apologise in advance. Ah, that's all right. It's it, we, we can because it's a sort of a dramatic theme. We can just include it as some kind of dramatic kind of oh, interruption or something. No, we'll <laughs> just cough in a Shakespearean style. <laughs> well, that would, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so. What I thought we would do first is, um, because Lockie is probably more in the sort of dramatic realm than I am, he's going to launch off with a question straight away uh, for both of you. So, Lockie, I'll, I'll get you to take it away. Yeah. So the Mark drama, obviously the gospel of Mark as sort of you know, front and centre, um, is it basically just doing the gospel of Mark as a play script? Is that is that what we're dealing with here? And what what exactly is the Mark drama, and what what does it involve? Are we talking an elaborate production? I mean, we we heard you don't need costumes, but is that sort of enormous sets and theatre lighting and and you know audiovisual displays, or, so, or is it something a, a little bit different to that? All right, I'm gonna let you take this one. <laughs> We should take turns and both give our own answers. I'd be interested in yours. Look, I've um, done a lot of church drama um, over the years and they always fill me with a 
kind of dreaded memory of very mediocre Christmas pageant kind of place. So when I heard about this one, I was initially very suspicious and dubious. Um, I went to the information thing and I came away from that going, this is fantastic. This is what I was born to do. This is everything I've wanted from a drama. Hmm. So um, the basic idea is that you get 13 people from your church who don't have to be professional, don't even have to have done drama before. Beck, I, I think this is really your first stepping mm-hmm. onto the boards, isn't it? I had never done any sort of drama thing before in my life. So it was quite just like a, <laughs> here, try this out. And so, you, so, yeah. so you started up the shallow end then? <laughs> yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> so, yeah, you get 13 volunteers and um, we're given a structure to help us remember the events in order as they happened in the Mark drama and you get mm. six weeks to memorise that. Mm. Um, and so you come up with all sorts of uh, neat mnemonics for yourself like... Uh, 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 Stormy Legion's bloody daughter for the um, four events in, in that order. And then uh, you, you're not memorising words, you're not memorising lines, you're just memorising the sequence of events. A week before we go on, each of us is told you're going to be this role so that you can go back and look specifically at the parts in the story that, you appear in, mm. um, and then we turn up Thursday evening, rehearse a third of the play, Friday evening, re- rehearse the second third of the play, Saturday morning, rehearse the end of the play, Saturday afternoon, run through the whole play, and then perform it Saturday evening and then the following Sunday evening. Mm. Mm. So it's very intense, very quick. Very no, quick. no costumes, no props. Um beyond the uh, written word, um, the gospel. Yeah. Wow. So so what led uh, your church in deciding to run the Mark drama or was this more something that you brought and said we should do this? No, we were both uh, uh, invited in to be part of it. Um, yeah. I'm not actually. I'm not exactly sure why they decided to run it. I think they'd seen a production of it done before, um, and they were like, "Wow, that was really good." Mm. Um, and so they decided they wanted to give it a shot. Um, and so they got together. You know, one of the directors had to come in, and it just all seemed to fall into place from there. Mm. So we had a very good team of organisers in the back end. Um, oh yeah, Cat. Uh, as Rebecca said, I think had seen it and got really engaged with it and contact the website. And they actually provide a director themselves mm. who mm. walks your cast through it, gets you ready, goes from this line to this line to this, you know, sorry, I say line, this moment to this moment to this moment, um, giving you some basic blocking way to work an audience. It's done in the round, mm. which is... Um, Explain theatre in the round for someone who's completely new, Aaron. Sure. Okay. Um, so normal uh, theatre that people might think of where you sit in the audience and you look up on a stage uh, is very different from theatre in the round where the audience is facing in towards a central spot. 
and so the actors have always got their back to someone but are always facing somebody. Mm. And the way they set it up for us was, and I think this is fairly standard, incredibly close. At one point we had 13 people trying to kneel. <laughs> oh, we would have been like a metre and a half diameter circle in the centre there, mm. something like that. It was quite cramped. Which it was quite a, <laughs> quite a squeeze. <laughs> which meant we're always in the audience uh, faces and they're very immediate and responding. That's that's the beauty of the, the play in the round is that mm. it, there's not that separation that you get from they're up on stage and we're down here. Mm, mm. So yeah. audience participation because no one has a choice. <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> I, I think I particularly liked when people would arrive late um, and I would be like, oh, why don't you come to the front row? It's the best seats. Um, and That's always the nightmare, yeah. They had no clue what they were getting into. And so it was a little devious moment, but I got to give them a bit of a grin once we actually got into it. <laughs> I always used to worry about that in like lectures where the lecturer's like, oh, everyone come down the front. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm more in the back kind of guy. Well, there's a a reason that they got seated at the front. All the the back seats were taken. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Be on time. That's what you get. So, so what did you learn about the Gospel of Mark as you started to learn the script and dive into the roles? I'd maybe just ask both of you that question. What, what did you learn individually about the Gospel of Mark as, as things uh, progressed on? Um, well, I think one of the main things, well, what were the eye opening? It was just, it was, it's just such a good. I guess, sequence, like Mm, mm. it follows these blocks and these chunks that make sense. Mm, And mm. before seeing it laid out like that, it was just such a random order of events. Mm. But then once it was all sectioned out and I realised that's actually how the Book of Mark went, it was like, whoa, that's, that's, that'll make sense, which was really, which was really crazy. And then I think especially seeing it acted out, it was like, this is so much more, I guess, relatable because you always see it as like a us and a them sort of mm, thing. Mm. But when you're really like amongst it and like you're in it, it it seems so much more like, yeah, this was real and this mm. this was something so fruitful. Mm. And the way that the crowd responded just to that story alone, it's like imagine how much more I would have been <laughs> than actually witnessing Jesus do all those things. Yeah. And I guess seeing that and like, being a part of that and learning all of that was just yeah. such an eye-opening and life-changing experience. Yeah. I think as an actor, part of what you do to get a role ready mm. is try and work out how you can make that, in a sense, realistic. Mm. How would Peter get um, so worked up that he starts yelling at Jesus because they're all going to die? Um, how do, does he respond to Jesus' comment about, yeah, who's my mum and dad? Mm. Um, and and as soon as you do that, you start to look beyond just a historic text and start to look at the people and you start to engage mm-hmm. with the emotion of it mm. in a way that you're just reading a monotone in front of the church over and over again yeah. and listening to it um, while you're doing something else on audiobook. Um, 
so that was a really uh, challenging, particularly for me um, when I'm doing the Peter denial scene, trying to get to a point where I can collapse in tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you know, what emotion hits him so hard that he goes from swearing I never know a man to tears in the space of nothing. There's also lots of, you know, really interesting just bits about the text that I've sort of gone, huh, hadn't seen that before, and but that just happens every time you reread the Bible. Doesn't it? That, that's so true. You just go, oh, that, that, wow. Like, yeah, you definitely get that true. feeling. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Particu- particularly when you read a block of Bible. That's one of the things I have done a little bit of sort of memorising chunks of Mark to, to do as a spoken word. And one of the things is you when you, mm. you notice things when you take the whole text together as a block um, that you don't get when you're just sort of cherry picking, you know, 10 verses at a time. And there's things that, you know, will happen over the course of about three chapters that you've you've never quite put mm. together before. You know, but when you see it as a block, you're like, oh, there's a progression here. Yeah. Um, one of the things that struck me um, is Jesus is giving one of his later speeches, um, and I'm reading through it. We didn't actually use all the material. We did have to cut some stuff out mostly so that poor Jack could actually memorise the whole bit. Jack was out. Jesus. Um, But uh, the the passage as written is a recording of his speech and he's telling people that things are coming, the end of time is coming, and then he says, let the reader beware and goes on. Yeah. And and I've always just read it and gone, yep, no worries, let the reader be aware. And I've gone, hang on. I'm breaking Mm. the fourth wall there. Yeah, he's in the middle of a speech here. <laughs> Literally breaking the fourth wall. This is for you guys who are up the back who are writing it down. Now we sort of breaking off a bit and and addressing some questions to um, specific people. So we'll start with uh, Rebecca. So how did you specifically get involved in something like this? You sort of mentioned that your your church approached you, but at some point there's a decision-making process where someone says, we want you to go up on stage with no script, stand in front of an audience standing around you on three sides um, and, and you know, uh, basically present God to them. Um, so at some point there were, you, you, you did have the option of saying mm. no. Uh, so what, what happened in your head as you were thinking about doing this that sort of ended up landing on, yeah, I think, you'll, I, think I will give this a go? I was at church um, on a Sunday morning and, um, you know, they announced that they were going to do a Mark drama and I was like, oh, that is so cool. Like, I I thought they were getting people in, like, to kind of act in it. Um, And I was like, wow, I really wish I could be a part of something like that because, like, I've always wanted to try and have some sort of, like, theatre experience because I just, it's always been a, it's always been a little dream of mine. Um, But then, you know, it turns out that they're actually like getting people from the church. And I was like, Oh, that is, that is amazing. Like I a hundred percent would love that. But then I missed the information session. Uh, we, we've um, all been there. I was, we've all been I, there. <laughs> I was busy. I couldn't get to it. And I was like, Oh, man, they filled all the spots now. 
can't do it. It wasn't meant to be. Oh, well, um, probably for the best anyway, because how stressful and I do not have the time for that. Um, but, you know, I go to my young adults group later that Sunday, like two weeks from then. And um, <laughs> one of the leaders there, they go, oh, we just we just really we just really still need a female for the mark drama. And my hand shot straight up before I could even think. And I was like, oh, I'll do it. And then I was like, wait a minute. What am I <laughs> yeah. committing myself to? So there was there was no thought behind it. It was sort of just like, a, I really want to do it. I guess I'm doing it. Um, and I guess there was something really appealing of like the first sort of theatre mm. production you're in mm. is sort of biblically based and something that's spread in the gospel. And it's something that's just really fulfilling yeah. to be a part of. Um, yeah. And it's, again, like Farron had said before, mm. it's not something that you really have to carry on your shoulders because the story in itself is already so amazing and so, like, just mind-blowing that, like, that in itself just carries so much of the weight. You don't have to try and make the story yeah. worth yourself. Yeah. It's a complete tale. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I found just that is what made me give it a go, I think, is just all those things together and also the lack of thought behind it. I, I mean, the minute I had said yes, I was like, what have I gotten myself into? Um, this is going to be so much extra work. I don't have the time for this. But then they were like, cool, uh, we will see you in like seven weeks. Um, study mark. Wow. And that was it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. So, yeah, it was just that side of the process from then. I think that one of the beautiful things about God's spirit in preaching is that none of us match up to what needs to be done. Like, it doesn't matter how many years of theatre experience you've got. If you go out there and God's not behind it, you're not getting anywhere. You're not reaching anyone. It's just a nice story being told. Whereas if you're willing to put your hand up and go out there and God says, yep, here's the spirit, we're going to go and it's going to happen, then you don't need to worry about, you know, how you're going to go because God's got it covered. Mm. Exactly. And that was another thing that it was just like such a little honour that I got to trust yeah, God through it yeah. as well. Um, it was like if God wants this to happen, God's going to make yeah. it happen. And so that was also just like, it's not something that I need to worry mm. about as much because there's, you know, there's miracles through this play and there'll, there'll be a miracle mm. now. Mm. So, And sorry, it was something I was almost about to blame you to, but you, you, you for, but you probably point out it's probably more accurately God's style. I love the fact that someone's Mr. Miyagi'd Rebecca into doing this, that it's, <laughs> Yeah, there's this sort of paint the fence kind of, you know, oh, no, no, do this role-playing stuff and, and just for fun. And then there's probably, oh, oh, you're doing theatre sports at youth, are you? All right, okay. Kind of thing. And, you know, at the end of it all, God goes, right, so let me explain how all of that's coming together now. Yeah. No, look, it's um, it's such, you know, great stuff that you're saying as well, Rebecca, in regards to, you know, uh, God is so faithful in regards to you know we just go out and we you know we follow him and we 
we you know do these things and and he's always with us so um it's a wonderful thing I, I, one of the things i really wanted to to ask was um when you were performing up there did you feel like did you were able to see the impact it was having either you know during certainly you'd see it after but did you see the feedback from the audience did you see how it was impacting them oh, yeah. what, what did you see i'd love to hear your insights uh, so as i mentioned before i was the disciple andrew so about you know i don't know what it is about halfway through or um three quarters through um jesus calls james john and peter and you know andrew gets thrown off to the side you know as a character um which i didn't mind because that meant i got to go off to the side and watch you know a lot of the drama happening and also capture a lot of what the crowd was feeling as well and a lot of what i noticed was just the absolute just I guess, the shock that people mm. were feeling. Um, and I think because it's given in sort of like a theatre in the round as well, that it's a lot more powerful because you feel so yeah. much more a part of it. Um, one thing that really, it was such an impactful part was like everyone's sitting in a huge circle and you've got a bunch of the actors, you know, standing uh, around the circle. Um, and there was just a moment when the crucifixion mm. scene is happening and a lot of the actors are just, um, it's a slow whisper of crucify mm. him. And that whisper is going completely over the entire circle of the crowd. And you could just see this sudden shift of everyone feeling so yeah. uncomfortable and just this sort of like cold sense that, you know, everyone was feeling and you could see the, like the tears mm. coming and just the sort of, yeah, it was a heaviness that just went across all of them. And it was really just powerful to witness from that outside point that, like, it's it's so powerful um, and it's not us doing it. It's, it's the way that, you know, God's working in that space so powerfully and it's, it, it was incredible to see the way that they reacted mm. to it. Mm. Um, and in the good scenes as well when, you know, the miracles were happening and, you know, people were loving it. You know, it's just they got so engaged. And I think that that was one of the really beautiful parts of being a part of it in Theatre in the Round is that it was so engaging and it wasn't just an us and a them. It was that they were engaged and they were mm. a part of it. Mm. And I think that just makes the experience so much mm. more powerful. Um, instead of, you know, seeing Jesus crucified up on a stage, it's right in front of you, right in front of your feet. Mm. And he's being marched around in front of you and beaten in front of you. And that in itself, it's just so much more heartbreaking because it allows you to put yourself so much more into it of like, this is what mm. actually happened. And it's not just mm. an us and a them. This is real. Um, and so that's amazing in that, like, <laughs> just, just, yeah, I have no words for the mm. way it made me feel. Mm. And so I can just, yeah, I can't imagine how some other people felt. It sounds like it impacted uh, on the performers too, just the the gravity and the, the yeah. uh, you know, the moments, those biblical moments being played out in front of you w was powerful for them too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely say so. <laughs> yeah. When Jack was doing the Garden of Gethsemane scene and he'd come back to the three disciples who was sleeping he literally had tears running down his face goodness um mm, yeah 
it wasn't just all drooling and the enjoyment and the joining in. Um, one of my mates was saying that he loved every second, except for the last five minutes, which were horrible and drooling, and and he wanted to cheer until they were doing that. So the whole audience was taken on a journey. Next question I'll shoot at you is um, what was the experience of being involved in this like? Was it all adrenaline? Um, Was it just like you get on stage, you're terrified until you get there and you're freaking out the whole time and just riding on the adrenaline wave and then you collapse at the end? Did you feel like you got your head around it in time? Was it scary all through? You know, what what was the actual on-stage experience like? Um, Look, I don't know if there's any difference with Thorin, but this was since this was my first time, I was so very scared. Hmm. Um, And I think Thorin can attest to that as we walked on together um just moments before I was like I'm so nervous I'm freaking out (laughs) um but I think the minute that like you actually walk into the circle for the first time I like the crowd just disappears Mm. and all that I was really focused on was like Jesus the disciples and like the other stuff happening around and the only time that the crowd really came into view was like the times that I had to speak to them but other than that, it was just I was so immersed in the actual story that was happening yeah. that, you know, the second you were in it, everything else just disappeared. Mm. And so there was just no stress after that. And I think that was the best part of you got that, the jitters, um, you know, pre-show jitters. But the second it starts, I, it was great. And I don't know if that's running on an adrenaline all throughout, but it was it was fine once we got going for me anyway I don't know about Thorin I loved all of it I it it very like I totally understand what you're saying about being in there as soon as the show started it wasn't a show it was me hanging out with my mates Brian and Beck and uh Jack and just making jokes and mucking around and being silly and and doing stupid things and playing basically and it was slapstick funnies and there was jokes and there was puns and there was mugging to the audience there was all sorts of fun fun stuff it was just great completely except for the knees (laughs) oh don't get me started on the knees we spent a lot of time probably a third to a half (sighs) of the day on one knee now that church it's I think Thorin described it once as concrete with a layer of felt over the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by carpet for as big an area as a new church, that tends to be where budget gets cut back. Yes. So people tend to get cheap carpet. They're playing on a pool um, table. Oh, we we ended up um with uh, uh heavy bruising on knees. Um you you had some uh uh knee pads in the end didn't you i had knee pads in the end yes but the damage had already been done and there's there's cuts on my knees and and at the moment um those cuts are just beginning to heal um so you know like two weeks later or something yeah exactly and it's like that whole like peeling sort of action happening and i'm like well it was for jesus it's okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm going to I'm going to admit, I'm not a young man, 
So getting up and down from my knees a lot is um it it was a challenge. Um, but yeah, so apart from that, you know, physical thing, which again, if that if that's the worst that I suffer for the gospel, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the rest of it, I just loved every minute of it. Bliss. I something I have found in theatre previously is you is for me at least a lot of the fear happens before you step on stage. Like in, mm. that, in that lead up, you can be terrified. You can be freaking out about what happens if this goes wrong, what happens about this goes wrong, and then you get on stage and something, I don't know if it's the adrenaline that kicks in, but just suddenly you're kind of like, I'm here now, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Not doing anything about it now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're on, you're on. <laughs> So what would you say is uh, for each of you, maybe the, the biggest thing you've learned about doing the Mark drama, whether it's, you know, like a biblical uh, aspect or uh, anything like that or learned about yourself? Um, I'd say one of the big things that I learned was that it's a real story. Mm. I, like I mentioned before, there was something like just when I read the Bible, I always see it as a us and a them sort of thing. And it's just mm. the historical figures that, you know, it came before me, but I never really experienced sort of being like kneeling before someone like Jesus who was preaching the good mm. news. Mm. And there was just something that I was like kneeling and, and just looking up and being like, this is crazy. I, I never pictured myself in this. Mm. And it felt so, I guess, real. And mm. I was like, this is, this is crazy. This actually happened. This story happened. These miracles happened. And to actually be a part of that, it's just so much like it's a grounding thing of, and yeah, it was crazy. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the biggest takeaway for me is that it is real and it's not just a story in the Bible with a bunch of other stories. It, it's, it's all real. And, you know, having that experience, it just built on my faith so much. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to leave that as the answer. That's, that's far better than anything I could say. <laughs> Don't lie to me, Thorin. <laughs> no, uh, Thorin, I've known for a while. He makes stuff up. <laughs> um. All right. So it, that actually probably brings us round nicely to a, a good question that can sort of, help us, you know, round things off in that my question is how do you feel like it went overall? Um, what was the reaction not just at the time as you're sort of reading the audience but as you're talking to people afterwards, as you're sort of um, getting people's feel about, you know, if some people come and visited, were, were people going, oh, I'd love to do this ourselves or, you know, how were the things that you were satisfied with or unsatisfied with about how it went overall or um, how do you think the experience was as a whole? Yeah, now it's done. Mm. Um, look, there's a couple of things for me um, that came out of it. it. It's hard because the people who respond to you on the night are always the people who enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, um, they come up and they say, wow, that was really good. Very few people come up after and say, man, you suck. I hate <laughs> this. It was stupid. Um, and we didn't have any, you know, amateur shows even have people come in as reviewers and critique it and say, oh, well, this could have been done better or this was lacking or or whatever. Yeah. 
we've only got, you know, in a sense, positive feedback from people who are going to be positive about it. I think um, in terms of doing it as a ministry, uh, our church had originally designed to have a continuation afterwards so that if you came to the Mark Gospel and you wanted to find out more, they were running like an alpha course, a discovery course afterwards for a couple of weeks for anyone who wanted to find out more. It was going to be run by some of the people from the Mark drama so that, you know, you could literally be invited by those people. There'd be people you recognise, they're doing it, that sort of stuff. You learn we about the Mark from Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we played to, I think, uh, in the end, it was close to 400 people, maybe 380 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had one person sign up and they were already a church person. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of as a ministry, whether it worked well, I don't know. We didn't see the fruit of that. But that's, yeah, again, that's not necessarily ours to see. And I don't imagine if anyone was finding it incredibly confronting and was wrestling with it, um, that they would have been like, oh, I just should let you know, I'm really, really working this stuff through. It's uh, quite challenging for me and um, I'm thinking about it, but uh, just thought I should let you know. Thanks for really up, uh, destabilizing my uh, picture of the world. universe. <laughs> yeah. um, but, <coughs> but I think um, there are so many good things that have come out of it that I can see, like there's a group of 13 people in the church who most of whom hadn't really spoken before. And now we've gone out for coffee afterwards and, um, you know, there's always a stop and a chat when you get to the church. And there are people who haven't been attending church for whatever reason, anxiety, lack of connection and so forth, who are now coming much more regularly and looking forward to being there with the people they know. So Mm. for the community of the people doing it, it's been beneficial um, at at a most basic level. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with that. As being someone who was fairly new and recent to that church, I knew basically no no one. Um, and so after that, if there was this core group of people that, you know, they might not have known me, but they knew my character, but they obviously felt so much more comfortable coming up to me. Mm. Um, and so did so much more of the church because they got to see me up there and they're like, who are you? And so <laughs> it just it created um, a much larger sense of community which I don't think was the intention, but it was a very nice bonus yeah, um, and something that I've loved that's come out of it. Yeah. Another interesting aspect has been that the church has remodelled itself. Mm. So we set up with all the rows of chairs facing the front. Yeah. Because we had to have it in the round for one church service between the Saturday and Sunday. The ministers just went, I love this. We're staying like this. And so now they're. <laughs> well, it was actually a lot of the church that went, Oh, we actually really love this. Like, I can actually like feel so much more connected to the people across from me as we make eye contact. Mm. And so we've, we've kept it. Yeah. That's wow. <laughs> That's, That's it. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Church in the round. Things are all gone. So they're going, oh, I could I could sit next to anyone. <laughs> exactly. Because I feel like a church 
community, they just become, they get their set seats and they stay there. Yeah. And so there's the left side of the church and there's the right side of the church. And you'll be like, oh, you go to the <clears> same <throat> church as me? And they'll be like, yeah, I sit on the right side. And you're like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense why we've never met because I sit on the left side. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally, when I first turned up to the church and that was uh, just before COVID hit the first time, um, when I got there, um, the bloke who was welcoming me, he was a lovely, lovely bloke. Um, and really good his job, but we were going in and he said, oh, where would you like to sit? Um, the families tend to sit on the right. The young people sit, tend to sit on the left. <laughs> and so it was a recognition <laughs> this is just how it happened. Throwing yeah. uh, yeah. some on the left, by the way. He did, yeah, no, the, young. <laughs> the young at heart sit in the middle then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's- it sounds like really interestingly there's that whether or not it achieved its original goals in terms of, you know, your, the outreach. And I would say probably from the sounds of it, much of that might have been down to how it was marketed, how it was promoted and how it was presented and how people worked in bringing people along in terms of, you know, who comes and who is affected by that is going to have a big impact on who's sort of sticking around and saying, I want to hear more. But it sounds like it's actually had a real ministry to the church itself in terms of you've got this community that have have gone through this quite, sounds like almost a life-changing experience. And the church as a whole has started thinking, let's think a bit more broadly about how we do stuff, how we do community, how we communicate and, you know, frame ourselves in terms of our everyday services. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's been really good. If there's a group, looking to do something like this this is an excellent thing to do oh yeah um, and there's lots of really good support from the mark drama team oh yeah um, so it's not like you're not in was, it alone no no and there's very little for us as actors to do beyond the memorization turning up on the night uh intense rehearsals for for four days um but the organisation in the background, um, Kat was regularly in contact. Kat, sorry, Kat was our organiser. Yeah. Um, with, with the Mark Drama people who were always, you know, making contact and saying, how are people going? Do you need people rung and spoke, spoke through and backed up? And, you know, you'd been paired with somebody else to help you learn and, and stuff like that. So, Well, that actually goes very much into my next question, really, which was... Uh, um, is this something that you would do again? Is uh, Would you do the Mark drama again, you know, either at church or at a different context, you know? And uh, secondly, as part of that question, uh, what would your advice be to anyone who was looking to put on the Mark drama themselves? Soft carpets. <laughs> yep, yep, Knee that's pads. the one. <laughs> knee pads. Wear, wear, you know, jeans so you can fit knee pads under. That was my <laughs> lifesaver tool. No, but I would 100% do it again. I think the initial fear, it just, it's, you know, the Mark drama is so worth it. Mm. And, like, I would 100% say to anyone who's even curious about it that it is one of the best experiences. Um, the, the Mark drama director was amazing, like the literal most patient person I've ever seen. <laughs> um, as we, we'd be repeating things and he'd just be like, it's okay, like, We'll take our time. He was he was great, mm. but yeah, I just like it works out so well if it's meant to happen, mm. and so like 
if another church is going to put it on, I think <laughs> if it's meant to happen, God will bring those people mm. um, and it'll be exactly how it's meant to be done, which I think is so beautiful. And it's also such like a, as a God driven thing that like, it's not really up to us what happens, but would definitely recommend like five out of five stars from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I jump to it again. Um, I don't think our church can do it again for a while. Um, I think there's a lot of, it burns a lot of momentum to get it up and running, mm. but you can then use that momentum to do a whole lot of other stuff. I think if you tried to do the Mark drama for more than two nights, people would just burn out. Yeah. Uh, mm. And go back to it and say, oh, let's do it again next year. You sort of go, eh, we've done that. I've let's seen just- it once. Yeah. yeah. And then someone came up to me and they, well, they went, oh, so when's the Gospel of Luke coming out? <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> the chairs are all set up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go from the shortest one to the longest one, great. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Followed by Acts, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 309. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, and then Psalms freestyle. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, slightly off topic, but I would absolutely love to see a really well done movie on the book of acts in the cinema um mm. that would be oh, a yeah. dream of mine yeah oh yeah they haven't they haven't addressed it enough honestly mm. it's a hard one speaking as a movie maker because um there is so much in acts mm. that you i was once told that the way you know a good script is not by the quality of the material in it but by the quality of the material you've got to cut out of it mm. If you're having to cut good stuff out of a script, it means that what's left it in is all better. Yeah. Um, it's so big. To try and cram that down to 90 minutes um, doesn't give you time to do justice to any of it. Mm. Yep. Well, you could do a part one and part two, though. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. It'd be worth it. Series. Well... I was going to say, I think I know some script writers and some movie makers and stuff like that. So, <laughs> and the material's free. So, yeah, put a special word in. I will. I think I remember. I think it was Nick Cave said that where he wrote a forward. I think to the Book of Mark. I think in um, one of them, but uh, he said that a minister gave the Book of Mark. He basically suggested you should read. Uh, one of the gospels and he and the minister said you should read the book of mark and nick said why the book of mark he goes because it's the shortest yeah. and he said it in such a way not because uh it was um this is the shortest this is why i'm giving it to you but more kind of i think it was he knew that you know some people say oh i've got too much to do or i'm busy or whatever it, it was for him I, I you know i know that the lord is going to make a great impact on your reading of the gospel but uh, I'm giving you this one because, um, you know, so you can sit down and have that, the immediacy. And he appreciated the immediacy of, of the events as things come to pass in the book of Mark. Mark. Yeah. Mark's gospel is full of straight away, almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's very much, yeah, it's a very, very much Jesus, man of action. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that, that shows in the, that shows in the drama production where, one minute you're feeding the 5,000 and next you're walking off into a parable. There's no pauses whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got somewhere in my bookcase the manga Bible um, 
and it, it very much feels like that sort of thing where it's all um, action and particularly the the, the mm. fighting the um, uh, uh, Pharisees and the the casting out of demons and stuff. It's just one scene to the next scene to the next scene to the yeah, and lots of shouting. Mm. <laughs> I think there's something to be said sometimes for uh, a punchy kind of uh, volume. Uh, in my own music making, I, I find myself make, making short songs, but packed with the details. So people often appreciate that there's nothing wrong with very, very long songs and, and uh, they certainly take longer to, to make sometimes, but so there's something to be said sometimes for a short, punchy kind of volume. Yeah. Exactly, short and full of amazing content. Yeah, it's better yeah. than long and drawn out with some Love mediocre yourself. stuff. Yeah, and and sometimes it's it's way better. Like adults will get way more out of a really well done five minutes kids talk than they will out of a twenty five minute sermon that just sort of bangs around and you know, mm-hmm. doesn't really know what to say. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the, the the attention span of a lot of when I say youth, you know, these are people up to their twenties and so forth. Yeah, is now YouTube videos have to play other YouTube videos underneath them, yeah. so you can watch two things at once just to pay attention to either of them. Well, I'm 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 twenty, and yeah. I find attention spans so short. I've got lectures for my studies, and I have to watch it at two times speed. Otherwise, it's just too slow. Yeah, yes. Like I've I've heard of people doing this. I find that I find that incredible. Like in terms of, I'm amazed at their ability because if I watched it something at two times speed, I'm not sure my my mind could comprehend it. To be honest, uh, <laughs> I, I think you forget what university lectures having eight years of university lectures of, and the thing that they slow down a lot. <laughs> so true, though. but. Even if it is two times speed and it's very quick, it's just I just I don't have the attention to span to listen to them pause or you know <laughs> rattle on. It's just like give me the information and give it to me quickly. <laughs> That's right. Put closed captions on and uh, pause exactly. it if you need something and yeah. keep it going. Mm-hmm. I, I always find as a previous youth minister, if I was doing a talk for youth, I would always aim to do something where I could keep myself entertained, like. Yeah, in terms of I have a very short attention span myself, so I'm like, if I'm bored by this, I shouldn't be saying it. Mm. Uh, lucky, I've always loved your your messages. They they always hold my attention. I must say, so yeah, <laughs> that's that's the principle behind them. So <laughs> yeah, it worked. <laughs> that's great. Work with someone yeah. with a really short attention span. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. And I and I don't turn you up to twice the speed when I. You know, listen back to the podcast. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what it would sound like if if we did that. Actually, well, I, I think I, I've done I, it. Actually, I <laughs> gave you guys' podcast a listen on my way to uh, my studies in the morning, oh. and um, turned you guys up to two times speed. <laughs> Is that right? I you guys talked a bit slow. <laughs> oh man, I must have sounded like a rapper or something. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not that fast. Oh dear. Well, a little, a little. You did sound like a rapper a little, but I, you know, I got what you guys were saying, yeah. and it sounded great to me. So, ah, oh, that's thank you. Yeah. The idea of at double speed, Lockie, is terrifying. Yeah, I'm a bit terrified by that. I've been told by radio. I mean, slow it down. I think if you, I think if you play the chipmunks at triple speed, you you kind of change the time space continuum. In some yeah. Way. <laughs> <laughs> 
have Rupture's to be careful face. with that. <laughs> yeah, can't play around with that too much. <laughs> Some kind of vortex opens up. You're like, oh no. Someone warned me about this. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, it's it's wonderful. So I I just <laughs> want to thank you so much for your time and and uh, for sharing all about the Mark drama with us. Yeah. And uh, certainly, Lockie and I, you know, um, we're we're really uh, touched by hearing how um, you know the dramatic arts as well is is used to to share the gospel and. Um, Particularly in such a way that it's it's as Lucky has said has has made a big impact on the church and has been something where everyone's involved they've learned something it's had an impact and uh, people are using skills and and giftings um, in discovering uh, dramatic, them discovering them in, in dramatic performance and and just getting involved which is which is a really wonderful thing so we thank you so much for your time and uh, we should. We should say- Quickly, quickly before we disappear, we should just say if anyone's thinking about doing this um, themselves and if, thinking about finding out more, you can just Google the Mark drama. There is a website, mm. the Mark mm-hmm. drama, which has like information about how it all works and contact details if you're interested in getting connected. You know, um, I mean, you're more than welcome to sort of um, jump on the Facebook and say, can, can, can someone put me in touch with that Rebecca person or or with Thorin and for more details? But you can just jump on the Mark Drama website and there's there's plenty of information there. And that's an international um, group for you know any of our French listeners. Yeah. Or... We do have a couple oh, yeah. of people international at this point. I've, I've seen at least one oh, Singapore, yeah. at least one in Mexico. So <laughs> yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Thing they are they've only come to Australia actually fairly recently i think um so yeah it's, it's a big group doing lots of stuff all over the world mm-hmm. yeah well can can lucky and i pray for you just as we close uh, just oh, yes, your please. continued ministry and uh with it and also just uh, for your week ahead mm. please uh, father thank you so much for rebecca and for thorin thank you for who they are in you and thank you for your using them to the do this performance and for uh the amazing story uh the amazing gospel that uh, is shared and we just pray for their continued ministries their continued uh looking after others in the church and for their week ahead uh we just thank you so much for them and for the unique giftings and talents that they both have in jesus name and lord we pray for the way this has sort of changed things for people we pray for the way the church is rethinking how they um, do things, how they communicate in the service, how they make people feel connected um, uh, and just sort of making people think out of the box in terms of presenting you and communicating truths about you. And Lord, we just pray for the the cast who have been involved with this and the impact it's had on them. Um, so not just for the people who've seen this drama as audience members, but the people who are in it and the the impact it's had and the way it's changed their thinking. We, we pray that you would just be continuing that process and you'd be continuing to turn things over in their minds and um just lord open them up to possibilities and skills they've had and yeah lord just um give them a passion for sharing you in ways that people don't expect lord we pray all these things in your precious name amen we'd like to thank you for your regular support of us We really appreciate your feedback and all of the great messages you've sent us. We 
hope to continue giving you a fun show all about the arts and Christian ministry. Thanks again for your time. Have a fantastic week. God bless you.